this time of year, <coughs> people are very attuned to tshuva, ma'asim toivim, like we said in Musaf Rosh Hashanah, tshuva, tefila, tzedakah, ma'avir, nisraya, ha'gzeira, and everyone that's here tonight obviously is looking for ways or ideas and how to improve ourselves. How can we come closer to Hashem? How can we have a better hashpah on our children? And how can we elevate ourselves to live a more ruchni life? There's a lot of details, a lot of protein, different areas to work on. And this general growth, we have to grow in the areas of interacting with people in a better way, in a more tired way, to love the Rebbein Yishloilam, to think about all the brachas that Kaddish Baruch Hu showered upon us this past year and previous years, and although everyone has their peckle that they're carrying, but overall Kaddish Baruch Hu is native to us, we can turn around and see what others don't have and what we have, and try to appreciate that, and first to reciprocate to the Baruch by trying to do his rotzayin. If you love someone, you try to do what he wants, what she wants. Avas Hashem, having betachin, emuna, maybe a detail, brachas maybe, stifler talks about, and especially to women, mothers, or women, to make brachas out loud. Children should hear brachas. Children should hear every word of the bracha. It will teach them how to say a bracha. I remember about 50 years ago, he was a three-year-old wise guy, a friend of mine's son, and his bracha was maybe one syllable of each word, if that much. And his father corrected him, Shlomo, that's not how you make a bracha. So the kid was a wise guy and said back to his father, that's how you do it. So that's a small area, doesn't take time, doesn't take too much effort, but a little bit of seamless slave, we could bring in Yerushalayim into the house that way, connecting with Yerubayin Yishalaylam. And then overall, our lifestyle, how we live, what are we focused on, what are our goals. The Mesil Sisharim, the opening line, talks about person has to first establish what am I here for, what's my purpose, what's my destination, where am I heading to. Imagine a guy goes out on a trip and... Uh, Friend asked him, you have a GPS, excuse me, you have ways. And he says, yeah, okay, but it's not telling you where to go. And the answer is because you didn't punch in the destination. If you don't know where you're going to, we can't tell you where to go. So what's our lifestyle like? Are we trying to improve ourselves? And I'm sure everyone two years ago and last year, this year, Viter, has improved and will improve. And we try to do things slowly, not extreme. Rome wasn't built in one night. We try to build whatever we can. And I think maybe very important, maybe even most important, 
is to be able to take all these ideas and customize it to our own selves, to our own lives, and to do what we have to do based on the situations that we're in, the situations, the, the, the madrega of ruchnius that we're at right now, presently, how much could we add, how much could we improve ourselves. And every person has his own cheshben, everyone knows where he may be, or she may be falling short, and to improve those areas, to customize. Imagine one person walks out of a drush and says, for now on, I'm going to start doing this. I'm going to do this better. I'll do that better. And she shares it with a friend, and the friend says, doesn't say anything, actually. Very nice. Thinking to herself, that's not where I'm up to. That's not where I'm holding. Perhaps I'm a little bit ahead of that already. Or perhaps I'm not on that madrega yet. I'll get there. And doesn't have to be mentioned, something which is also according to the din, there's no saying, I'm there, I'm not there. We have to follow the halacha to the T. However, there are some times which are the fnimashuras adin, above the bottom line, or maybe not always to find the cooler, the biggest cooler on the subject, to improve our ways, and everyone has to go to feel what they are. And Understandably, we're influenced by the neighbors, the society, our immediate neighbors, the kahila. But nevertheless, we have to be influenced to grow. The common denominator is that we're all trying to grow. But everyone, the fee, their own madrega, how to apply it to themselves. And sometimes we might say to ourselves, why should I do this? No one's doing it. No one's doing it, fine. But if, I'm on, on, if I feel I could do it, then I should do it. Well, sometimes I can't live in a neighborhood where the way above my, way over my head, I can't even try to be like them. It's also not going to work. Try, try to do We have to do what we're up to. And sometimes it takes a lot of givura to be able to customize our Yiddishkeit. Again, things which are above the bottom line. We're to improve ourselves how to work in our midas and other zachen, and to do and go at our pace and comfortably or or drop out of our comfort zone, out of our comfort zone and keep on growing further. There's a very beautiful word, I think it's even sung by one of the singers in Yiddish, but the English translation is, if I am I, because I am I, and you are you, because you are you, then I am I, and you are you. Very healthy. But if I am I, because you are you, and you are you, because I am I, then I'm not I, and you're not you. No one's anyone. We have to know what I am, you have to know what you are, and everyone, the fee, Madre People choose neighborhoods to move into eventually when they leave Coventry. So you want to find a neighborhood that's along your level. You're not going to move into a neighborhood which is way this extreme or way that extreme. You want to feel comfortable. You want to grow together with neighbors on the same pace. I was just in a, one of the newer neighborhoods out of Coventry where a nice group of Coventry people moved to basically on the, on the same level, and it's so nice to see how they're growing. 
They moved him to another neighborhood where there's a chash of a rav, and he's mashpia on them, and they're growing beautifully, beautifully, uniformly, everyone together, everyone, again, everyone has their own things, but as a group, they're growing, and that's what we're looking for. But again, I have to be I, and you have to be you, and that takes a lot of givura sometimes. And then it says, it's not only when it comes to Avaidus Hashem, or details in Avaidus Hashem, it has to do with our lifestyle, how we live our lives. Imagine if a person lives in a, in a, in a neighborhood where everyone is chesidish. It's not our style. We're not going to be able to, to live with them like that and we'll feel out of place and we might end up doing it, but it's not really me. It's not, you know, or the opposite of someone's chesidish, lives with literature people and other different examples like that. So again, what's important, what we have to do, what we have to do, no matter what. But anything above that, we try to find the, the, the society around us, the neighborhoods around us, our friends, along our lines. So when we can work, we work basically on the same level. I was thinking as a, maybe as a nimshal, let's use this all as a marshal, besides in itself being a nimshal. But really, talking about engashmiistic things, some people feel that pressure peer pressure, the neighborhood pressure, the society pressure, that I have to live a certain way, I must drive a certain type of car, and I must dress my children a certain way, and I must have the same vacations, and I must make simchas the same way. It's very difficult, very difficult. Avada, simcha has to be a simcha. You can't make a simcha without the bare minimum, or maybe you drive more than that. But... That shovel a coil. We, that's not. We're not going to change that. We're not here to change that. But when it comes to the flimishur sadin, above the bottom line, how much do we spend extra? So we have to customize. You want to spend so much because you are in that situation. Whatever your reasons are, whatever you could afford, and you are you, and I am I. So something which we have to focus on. That. Also, in our lifestyle, in our materialistic lifestyle, which ultimately, ultimately affects our ruchnius as well, and our families, and our shalom bayis sometimes. So, that's also something to work on. And Ritz Hashem, there'll be growth in this. I want to give over the floor to the Chashvedayin Shlita to expand more on this Indian and bring out a few nekudas, more details perhaps. And the Mashpia and the Elam shall walk out of here inspired to live a life where I am I, and I'm proud to be where I am, and I'm serving Hashem, and I'm trying to grow, and I am growing, and Mr. Hashem, we should get together again next year, and look back how much we grew, Bezer Hashem, we should always like to a Maxim Teufel, and a good bench to you. We know that during the Aserah Tshuva is a time where the Yud Gimel Midas Shalachemim Hashem Hashem is said many times on Yom Kippur as well. It's repeated numerous times in many of the Tfilas. Medrash tells us that HaKadosh Baruch Hu showed Moshe Rabbeinu 
how HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself Kavayochel wrapped in a talus and said these Yud Gimel Midas and told Moshe Rabbeinu that there's a Havtocha, there's a promise that say it like this and it will not come back empty-handed. It's a tefillah that will automatically be answered. Many of the Rishonim and Achroinim asked the question that many times people daven for certain things, they say the Yod Gimel Midas, and they're not necessarily answered. How do we reconcile this Medrash? So there's a sefer called Tzor Amor, written probably about 500 years ago. And he asked this question, and he says a simple answer. He says that if you look in the words of the Medrash, the Medrash tells us that it has to be Kiseider Hazer, like this, like this specific order. Says the Torah Amor, it's not just good enough to say the Yud Gimel Midas. What HaKadosh Baruch Hu was telling Moshe Rabbeinu is that if Klai Yisrael acts out the Yud Gimel Midas, Ma'ani Racham, Hashem says, I have Rachmanis. Klai Yisrael has Rachmanis. I'm Choynein Dalim. I have Rachmanis on the poor people. You also have Rachmanis. I'm Erech Apayim. I have patience. Hold back anger, even in a place where it should be. If you act an adavuk in the midas of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and then you say the Yud Gimel Midas, then we have a haftacha that it's Eina Chazaras And therefore, based on this Torah Amar, we could say that during this time, when we're saying the Yud Gimel Midas and we're looking to be answered. One of the ways we can work on to be matzliach in our tefillah is to work on ways to emulate the midas of HaKadosh Baruch The Rav began to mention an idea which we'll try to expand on a little bit. But I want to begin as follows. For many people in this room, the time that we live in right now is a time that for many you've never experienced, although you've been alive for such times, but as responsible adults, most of you have never experienced the idea of a world where inflation is skyrocketing prices in all areas, in all walks of life. And people are unfortunately beginning to feel pinched. Although you can argue we are a recession, we're not a recession, the bottom line is prices are skyrocketing. People's salaries and incomes are not keeping up. And unfortunately for many, there is a tremendous financial pressure that many people have never felt before. And for those who are older, the world is a gagalachoyzer. There's good years, there's bad years, there's recessions, there's depressions. The economy's good, the economy's bad. 
But for, for a younger Eilam, coming off the last few years, the last five years or so, where the government was literally printing money and leaving it under the racks for people to take, people were going out into the world and investing, and basically whatever they touched turned into gold. And all of a sudden, we're being faced with interest rates over 7%, food prices, gas prices, babysitter prices, whatever you want, it's all going up. And people begin to feel pinched. And the discussion that has to be as a community is what is our response as a community? For those of us who are doing okay, for those of us that are feeling a little pinched, a lot pinched, as a community, what can we do to help those, our friends and our neighbors, who we clearly have those who are feeling the pinch perhaps more than we are? And one of the suggestions, which I think we have to begin, is that we live in a city, Bichlal, and it has seeped into our community, Bifrat, that there's a certain minimum in which people feel that if I don't want to be a neb, if I want to be with it, I have to hit, I, there's certain things that I have to do. Now, obviously, there's social norms. You go to Eretz Yisrael, people live in three-bedroom apartments, and they're rich because they have a 500-meter chor, a hollow space in the back that a Hashem one day, when they have money, they could extend. We obviously can't emulate that or try that. But the question is, where are we heading? And unfortunately, the facts on the ground are that there's a certain cook that we all have and an appreciation and a respect. And basically, the more money people have, or shall I better say, the more money people spend, we put them on a higher pedestal. And the fact of life is that we've gotten to the point where that pedestal or that minimum keeps rising and rising. And as I said, we're coming off at Kufa where it wasn't difficult necessarily for people to keep up. But now that sort of reality sets in, that pedestal, when we stop and think about it, that social norm that we just created is not necessarily something that could be kept up with. And <clears throat> what I want to emphasize before I continue, I'm not here to discuss what people should spend money on or shouldn't spend money on. But the idea is, what can we do as a community to establish that it's okay not to have to feel pressured to be on a level that's unsustainable? The facts of life is, and I made numerous phone calls today to be mevara these facts. 
If a person is working for somebody, he's not making a million dollars a year. They don't cut those checks. Unless he's a professional ball player. But they don't cut those checks. The average person who's working for somebody in a highly skilled job, especially if he's young, is making nice salary, $150,000. A beautiful salary, $200,000. Person's managing a nursing home, a big nursing home, he's expected to be on call 24 hours a day, we gotta give him a nice salary, $200,000. These are the facts on the ground. And if I can mention to the, the Sheikh Ayel that if your husband's bringing home that kind of check, he's doing okay, he's making money. He may not be covering the bills, but he's making money. It's a difference. And he deserves to be respected for that. And Rabbi Isai, I listen to people's asogas. And I'm going to share a few of them with you. Everyone who lives in Coventry has their eyes out. Right? The first two years, you're not comfortable here. For about six months, it's great. And then you're looking to leave. Right? That's Barak. How the, how the numbers go. Where are you looking to leave to? So we have a sogus. We need a nice house. We're not going to extend. We're going to do this right the first time. And we don't move. Okay? So basically, I need to find a house. I don't know, maybe Hampshire Hills, but the Everett, you know, times are tough. $1.2 million. Right? Fair, fair number. My lease is up sometime around now. I don't want to end up at a mechanic. I have to release a car. One thing's for sure. My car better have a new car inspection sticker. I'm not letting my car get past that, that I have to... If I can't have that gray new car sticker in the corner of my window, it's not me game. These are basic hasagas that factually people have. If I could bore you with numbers for two minutes, I called the mortgage broker, asked him a simple question. I have $350,000, a lot of money. I'm gonna put down $350,000 on a $1.2 million house. I have closing costs, whatever. I'm gonna end up with a mortgage of 900,000. What is that gonna cost me a month? His response was taxes plus Interest and principal is $7,500 a month, which basically, if you do the math, comes out to $90,000 a year. I spoke to a person, I got today's rates. Today, September 20th, a, brand, a new Odyssey. Leather seats, depends, higher level, lower level, is either $820 a month or $1,080 a month. 20,000 miles, three-year lease. Okay? Other cars, that's for the wife, the husband. We're talking somewhere around $24,000 a year. You have to have health insurance. Comes off the check, about $10,000 a year. I had to speak to my accountant today. I asked him, if I'm making $150,000, how much is coming off taxes? told me $26,000. Rabbi say, for someone who's making $150,000 a year, by the time they finish with their house, 
their lease and the health insurance, they are done. I hope the wife works because they're done. They, don't have, they can't afford to back the car out of the driveway. They can't afford to turn on the lights. And they definitely can't afford to pay for food. Somebody who's making $200,000, they have to pay $40,000 in taxes. They're coming home with 160. We have a few dollars. We didn't start with tuition. We didn't start with food. And we definitely didn't start with the designer clothing that I'll leave it to the Elam's imagination to where that goes and so on. Rabbi say it's unsustainable. And it's not unsustainable to 10% of the Elam. It's not unsustainable to 30% of the Elam. In my estimation, it's unsustainable to 80 to 90% of the Elam. Anyone who's working for somebody, which by and large is a lot of people, anyone who's trying to open their own business, and is far from having success in today's day and age, are not capable of being able to keep this up. And yet, in many circles, in the community at large, and unfortunately it has penetrated into our community here, this is normal. If you can't maintain this, you're not normal. And as we said, it's simply unsustainable. And the question is, the question is, what can we do? And I think the first step in what we have to do, and I'm going to mention this publicly, it bothers me very much. There's a new community that opened on the outskirts of Lakewood called Manchester, New Jersey. You can buy houses there. I just checked. 2,400 square feet for $650,000. There are tibbutzim. The bottom line is, from, from the feeling that I get, it doesn't pass for someone in Coventry to go and to take, buy a house over there. People are going to see, people are going to ask. We've created such a monster that people would rather put their children on bunk beds than be able to go out and to buy a home in which they could afford. And the truth is, you drive in many areas of Lakewood, on the south side of the lake, Hollywood, New England Village, Spruce, Shana houses. You should have drove there 15 years ago. Buy levels, colonials. But what was the turrets? People went out there, this is what they could afford. They scratched and they clawed. We have to be honest with ourselves. Do we really need to purchase a home right now that our daughter-in-law should be comfortable coming to us for Shabbos when our son is five years old? Is that, is that on the bucket list? Construction is dirty. But at what cost? At what expense? And the worst part is, We've created a society. We've created a schmooze and a buzz that this is normal. And if you want to pick yourself up and move to Manchester, do it in the middle of the night because you are not normal. And the question is, what can we do to change it? And again, as I said, I'm not here to tell people how yes and how no.
I'm here to discuss the Yud Gimel Midas. How can we have Rachmanis on those of us that are less fortunate? And if I could give two suggestions. Number one, we have to create a society. And every person sitting in this room has the ability to do their part in creating society that it's okay not to be able to afford everything. It's okay. In fact, it's normal. You want to be a normal person? Normal people who make normal salaries cannot afford everything. There are people who are not normal and they make a lot of money that, that Namala mentioned, but it's not the norm. Normal is what's regular. Regular people make regular salaries and therefore, for a person to say, I wanted something, but you know what? It wasn't affordable. My lease is up. I looked at the prices. They're not affordable. I'm not, it's not worth it for me. The idea of a discussion that we live within a budget, our, 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 our decisions are based on our total income. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense for me. Every person who can walk out in public and say such statements that creates a comfort zone, not only for yourself, but for everybody around us. Rabbi Isai, we have to put people on pedestals. If somebody is living within their means, good for them. A younger man mentioned to me this week, he drives a car that's in between Bar Mitzvah and Koyal, somewhere over there. And someone came over to him and said, you know, you're so lucky you're in yeshiva that you can get away with this. I can't get away with this. Why is that? Why does it have to be that way? I want a car. I don't want to go to the mechanic. I, I want, has to get from zero to 60 and 2.3, whatever my cheshbonus are, that's, that's my business. And if I don't, I don't. But if we could tell Avek as a community, number one, the idea that we live within our means. And if someone could walk out into a circle where there's a bunch of women and say, I made a decision today, based on my budget, it just doesn't make sense. The chesed that you do, a person could come out and say, we got a credit card bill, next month, no, no. It's just not, it's not gonna happen. If we can make that normal, because the reality is, crunch the numbers, it is normal. We're pretending it's not, but it is. If we could have that conversation, if we could shtelevet that conversation, if we could put people on a step, if we could say, look at her stroller, look at her this, good for her, I wish I could be like that. That would create such, that would take off such amount of pressure. We could get together, someone could say, you know what, I can't afford, Jackson is unaffordable. Let's go, let's go somewhere, let's do. We need a few people, a few people, you, you, you have no idea what you could accomplish in a person's life if they have the comfort and, and, and the, the public feeling that they have the public behind them and that their image won't be tarnished. We could accomplish so much. And a second, Nakuda, and I'll end with this. We have to switch our vocabulary. 
Things aren't have-tos. The Mishigasa. And what do I mean by that? Everyone is entitled to Mishigasa. I remember once someone referring to a certain person said about this person, this person is so normal that they're crazy. They have no Mishigasa. If you have no Mishigasa, that's not normal. Right? Every person has a right to spend money on Mishigasa. There's no rhyme, there's no reason, there's a Mishigas. If we could change the Shprach, at least the new car, not because that's what I have to do. My Mishigas is this. You have your Mishigas, you, you, you go to Florida, this is my Mishigas. That's healthy, that's okay. But if our Shprach is I have to, I have to, I have to, that's where the pressure starts. If we can be careful and be sensitive, we spend on things to stop and to think, I just spent two and a half thousand dollars on my child's wardrobe. Is that a have to? Or is that because that's the way I like it? How do I walk out? How do I discuss it with my friends? The more that we can discuss and the more that we can talk about these things as extras, the less pressure we put on other people. And if we can switch it, and I was thinking even more, when something's a have to, it's only a pressure, and I get zero benefit out of it. If this is me treating myself, oh, now I feel that it's like I got something from it. So if we could, we're choking ourselves. We keep making more and more have to's, so there's less and less things that we enjoy in life. Because this is have to, and this is have to, and that's have to, and the other things have to. So Rabbi said, just to summarize, if I could ask the Olam for two things. Number one, to begin the discussion, to begin a public discussion, that a lot of things don't have to be, and it's okay. And that we, every person that comes out publicly and acknowledges that we don't have to keep going, that gives such power to so many people. And the second, the kudo. We should be so careful when we talk about whether it's our vacations, whether it's our new cars, whether it's our designer clothing, whether it's our jewelry, whatever it is, how do we portray it? Do we portray it? And if yes, how? Think about, think about the neighbor if your neighbor is working for somebody, is this affordable? I'm buying a house, however I got it. It could be Yerusha, it could be whatever it is. It could be the woman got married at 28 and this is her ability to make up for the fact that she got married. Whatever the husband is. Be careful how we say it. Be careful how we put the pressure on. Just to be mechazik the Indian, as Hashem after Sukkot, we hope to work on we'll be having a workshop from an organization such as Shaila's Kitchen or um, the local ones slipping my mind now. Um, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. But I upon him to discuss the idea of budgeting and living within a budget. And maybe we'll give opportunities for couples to be able to sit down and work through a budget. Like Rabbi Isai, if we can use this Aserah Simei Tshuva, 
for tzedakah and chesed. Ma'ani rachum, afatah rachum. Ma'ani chanun, afatah chanun. Let's think. Let's think about the pain and suffering people must be going through. Crunch the numbers. The numbers don't add up. We didn't get the babysitting. We didn't get all these astronomical expenses. And taka, and them schos. In the schos of each individual yachid in our community, thinking about the community at large. We should taka bizoicha. That as a community, everyone should have what they need. As a community, as individuals, each person that takes that bold step, that Messias Nefesh, takes the plunge for the tzibur at large, that we should be zoicha, that HaKadosh Baruch should be malakal, mashalas libeinu l'tayva, we should be zoicha to a year, a year of bracha, a year of shefa, and this should be the year that we should be able to go, connect Mashiach Tzidkein of Nehav Thank you.